Hi everyone, Sandman here. As promised, here is my video on the mouse utopia experiments by Dr. John B. Calhoun. These particular experiments were done with mice and rats. The idea was to see how rodent populations expanded in an environment without natural predators and plenty of food available to them. The only limiting factor to the expansion of their population was space and overcrowded conditions. The idea behind the experiment was to see if the data could be translated over to major U.S. cities that were rapidly growing in population in the 1950s and 1960s, as the baby boomer generation was born into those particular overcrowded cities like New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Dr. Calhoun created the first mouse universe experiment in 1963 with four breeding pairs and the population expanded into multiple hundreds of mice as a result. Looking at these experiments in a new way, I see that suburbia is an attempt to keep economic growth going by reducing the density of housing in the 20th century. It worked for a while, but now that population that has been living in such housing for multiple generations is starting to have less children. We assume that people are having less children on a conscious level, but I don't believe that this is the case. Food is cheaper and more plentiful than ever. Oil is still relatively cheap when compared to historic standards from the 1920s and before. Dr. Calhoun created many other mouse and rat utopias, but no matter what he did and no matter how he set up the parameters for his experiments, the populations of mice became hostile towards each other as soon as their populations reached a high point. Some mice roamed around the environment in gangs, biting the tails off of other mice, while female mice started becoming hostile towards their own offspring. Even mouse sexuality became an issue, as many mice started trying to mate with both males and females. Some of them, called the beautiful ones, would groom themselves quietly in the corners of their habitat and observe the collapse of their society. It's clear to see that today, many of the social issues that humans face from the early 19th century onwards are similar to those faced by the mice in the mouse utopia experiments. In Japan, the cities are far more dense on average than those found in North America, Europe, and other parts of the world. Herbivore man can be come to understood as the equivalent of the beautiful ones in the mouse utopia experiments. The beautiful ones were the mice that saw the madness that was going on around them in the social structures of their society. So they decided that they didn't want to have any part of it. They simply withdrew themselves from society. They stopped socializing, they stopped taking care of their young, and procreating as well. They sound remarkably similar to MGTOWs, or herbivore men, or even dried fishwomen. For those of you that don't know about dried fishwomen, they are the equivalent female group to herbivore men in Japan and Korea. So MGTOW might just be the natural progression for men that look out their windows and see a hostile and overcrowded world around them. And to be honest, there are too many people in this world. We simply don't need six or seven billion people doing useless things. If we could naturally stabilize our population between 400 and 500 million without war and famine, then I would be all for it. We keep hearing that if everyone lived like North Americans, we would need 12 planets to sustain ourselves. But if we had 500 million people, then technically that the planet could sustain us.
but that's not enough for a healthy population. And if we don't keep growing our population and the financial system, then the economy will eventually collapse. We need to face some kind of adversity to grow culturally and technologically as a species. Today that adversity is all about keeping up with the Joneses. As with all other organic systems and beings, we are either growing or we are dying. The strangest thing about the mouse utopia was that once the populations of mice started falling, the damage done by socialization was already too great to reverse. That The beautiful male and beautiful female mice that withdrew from society could have gotten together and reproduced new generations of healthy mice, but they didn't. Meeting many younger people in my city these days is strange because most of us are choosing not to have children. Many of the women I meet have no reproductive urges whatsoever. They pretend like they have all the time in the world, and then when they hit 45, they shrug their shoulders and say, oh well, I guess I didn't want children anyways. I realize that it takes a lot of effort and time to raise a child properly, and that it can only be done if you sacrifice your own desires. Liberated women are increasingly not willing to sacrifice their own desires to have children or to satisfy men. And now men are realizing that they don't need to satisfy the desires of women either. Up until recently, we can look at the beta male as the glue that kept society and civilization humming along. And now he's starting to drop out of the rigged game called relationships. And he's going to take the rest of society down with him. In the future, if the world is to see population growth after 2050, we will need to have a healthy society where male and female roles are defined and there is adversity in our culture. The only such places I know today are colonies of natives in the Amazon rainforest that have never had contact with any other groups. They face life in a natural environment filled with a dangerous jungle surrounding them. I believe that in the future, such groups will have to venture out to create a healthy new civilization. I also find it ironic that we have human generations with the letters of the alphabet. I was born at the tail end of Generation X. Anyone a year younger than me would be Generation Y. And then you have the Millennials, or Generation Z. If we follow the same population and growth curves found in the Mouse Utopia universe, then it's possible to see that the Millennial generation will not be reproducing much at all. And if that happens, human populations could tumble dramatically at the end of the next century and take down the organized state with them. It's natural for life to face adversity. Without a challenge, life becomes exceedingly boring and pointless. Men and women that fought great wars in the past and endured great hardships have a stronger and more healthy drive for life. Only through suffering can we know ourselves and plot a course towards the better. Growing up, there were tons of kids that had every single imaginable toy and gadget their parents could afford to buy. Those were the kids that grew up into dysfunctional adults. Spoiled people, or spoiled mice in this particular case, become just like spoiled milk. And the worst part is, they pass their cultural and behavioral damage down to future generations. And in many cases, they don't even know they're doing it, if they even have children at all. I strongly believe that we are on the eve of a large population decline. Much of Europe and Asia are seeing their populations go into terminal decline and can do nothing to stop it. The experiments were done on mice, and now they're being done on people. 
Thanks for listening and taking your daily dose of red pills. Come back tomorrow for more. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.